Hello, have you ever wondered what it's like for a single guy to date and to be in a relationship right now in this day and time? Hey, we have an uh, interview with a handsome guy named William right here, and he's here to talk about that and much more here on Couples Pursuit. Hello, my name is Vincent. I'm Valerie Woodard. Woodard. And we are so honored to be joined with our special guest, William. How you doing, sir? Doing great yourself? <laughs> doing good, doing good. Wonderful. And on this episode of Couples Pursuit, we want to introduce you to Will Bailey. Will Bailey, aka handsome guy named William. Mm -hmm. Will Bailey is the creator and host of Black Love Renaissance <laughs> podcast, where he's elevating the narrative, restoring the feeling, and taking an all-inclusive, unbiased look into black love, one relationship at a time. Wow, that sounds really great. If you're interested in that podcast, I'll go ahead and drop some information about Will. Um, you can reach him at, on Instagram at, at handsome.guy.name.william. That's right, that's right. So you know, <laughs> my bro, we got to get into the name, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> Just tell us a little bit about yourself, the name, and what you do, and uh, who you are. Well, as you heard, I'm a handsome guy named William, but I like to add on to my introduction because um, I use a lot of AKAs. So it's a handsome guy named William, AKA Brad Hampton, AKA Billy Saturday, AKA Lucky Liam. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's how I used to introduce myself. Sorry. That is funny. That is funny. It was like, uh, Okay, who's right, that? Right, right. Which, which one are we talking to today? <laughs> right, right, right. That's no, you're you, you getting handsome today, so. You know. We're getting handsome, handsome today. today. Okay, yeah, I'm on my best okay. behavior. <laughs> well, I've got a couple of questions for you. I want to know what prompted you to want to create and host uh, Black Love Renaissance podcast? What motivated that? Okay, so I get asked this a lot. So do you want the edited for time version or do you want like the full scope version? Just give it to us. Just yeah, just give, give it, it to us. us. <laughs> All right, so it, it literally started off with two, me and two other people I grew up with. We was sat down and talked about starting a podcast. Mm -hmm. So we got together and I was in charge of all the technical stuff. So I had to buy the equipment, cameras, everything. So I mm -hmm. sat down and did all that. We actually got together and did one episode, recorded it, never came out shortly <laughs> after that um it was, it was only one defined role which was uh -huh. mine and it was like all right somebody needs to be the host uh somebody needs to plan out the stuff somebody needs to set the times i'm like look i'm bugged by getting all this technical stuff together because i had no experience in it whatsoever i had to figure out mm -hmm. the microphones lighting the cameras the everything microphones everything so we got to arguing and we just said, you know what, it's over. And now I'm stuck with all this equipment. So I'm like, all right, well, let me figure out what to do with it. Wow. <laughs> so I just, I just really looked at the landscape because at this time I was real big into listening to podcasts. I probably listened to every bit of 30 podcasts a week at this mm. time. Wow. Yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts and stuff. I, I, I don't, my, there's an antenna on my truck. I took my antenna off my truck. Or when I went to Washington one time, I never I didn't put it back up there because I don't listen to radio. I listen to I listen to <laughs> podcasts so much. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. So with me listening to so many podcasts, I started noticing out of the thirty, every bit of twenty were the same. Mm. It was just different voices and people look different. Mm -hmm. So I figured, let me let me look at the landscape in this in the totality and figure out 
what can I do different? Mm -hmm. And I didn't see anything about black couples. Wow, wow, so, wow. And, and to add on to that, another driving factor was I have two daughters mm -hmm. and their mother is in a relationship. They, she did, they just had a kid, they live together. And I'm like, dang, that's a real healthy relationship over there. And I'm not, <laughs> I can't show my kids that. So it was like, now I can go out and grab it and put it in front of them. And now I can wow. venture the whole world and have so many different perspectives to give to them. Wow. At the same token, I'm learning so much. So it was like, win-win. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. So how long, when did you start this podcast? The idea started in the middle of 2019. My I did my first interview in November of 2019, but I didn't release anything until June 2020. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wow. Wow. That is awesome. I am so interested in just your whole take on no matter, just the whole story that you just walked us down of being now you're you're, you're single and um because you weren't married to your daughter's mother right you was you no was, we was engaged but that was the first right. got. okay so just being in that relationship and then now you're single um and you have a, two daughters mm -hmm. two correct you have you have two daughters and but you're still interested in in, in relationships like are you interested in, like in in being in one or you're just interested in just learning more about them like, both. What's your I'm, take I'm, on it now? I, I, I'm both. I'm very interested. I'm, I'm kind of lonely now. <laughs> lady, <laughs> I realize lady. I like to do relationship stuff. AKA looking, right? Yeah, looking. That's lead. another one right there. Hey, that's the... Looking for love. <laughs> right. Wow. Okay. Oh, that is awesome. That so, awesome. marriage is on the horizon, not just dating. You're interested in marriage? Definitely. I'm, I'm dating with intentions to marry. Oh, I love that. That is Tell awesome. Tell us what that means for some people who may not know what that concept is. Because there's a difference. What's the it's, difference? The difference is I'm, it's, 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 it's having a seriousness into the engaging in the situation. It's not like, mm -hmm. oh, hey, we can just go out to eat and that, and that be it. It's like, no, I really want to dive into who you are. And mm -hmm. I'm letting you, I'm opening up certain parts to me that I just normally wouldn't do. So it's mm -hmm. like, are we really... Can we really grow together? Because I don't believe in falling in love. I believe you got to grow in love. You got to treat it oh, like a plant. Wow. Anytime you fall, it's an accident. So bro, if, if you look at it that way. Bro, yeah. You don't mind me asking. Just so you don't want to tell me your age. You put it in the range. Is it 20 to 30? Your 30 to 40? Your 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 age oh, range? No. Oh, no, I'm a fresh 39. The, the, the oh, goal man. is the age. As a black man in America, the goal is to age. I'm 39. <laughs> I wear it proudly. Right. <laughs> Listen, you either get older or you get dead. I choose to get older. I yeah, right. We don't get to pick when we come into this world. Why be ashamed of it? You know? Yeah. That is awesome right now. So, with the couples that you interview, um, like, what are some of your biggest takeaways? Um, it's from yourself, some personal re revelations that you might might have received, and then also like just the couples that you interviewed and just had interactions with. Like, what have you learned? What have you said? I like that. What have you like, man? Uh, throw that away. We don't. <laughs> not going to do that. Like, what, what what have you learned just by talking and being around and interviewing couples? So, like I said, my whole take on the word love itself, I've gained that just from listening to the couples. Like. I, I didn't see anywhere where they fell in love. It was like y'all literally grew in love. And it's like, mm. that's a that's what you do to plants. <laughs> you know, you, you gotta <laughs> pot it, you gotta water it, you gotta talk to it. It's like, oh. It's intentional, yeah. right? 
right it's intentional right. so yeah that, that's like the major thing i took away from it and um my third episode javon and his wife i can't think of his wife's name i'm sorry if you see this i don't remember your name i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> but she uh my last question at that time the very last question is what does love mean to you and she said it's it's work it's something mm. you have to do every day that's right and that just stuck that's with that it just stuck with me and then in my mind i just kind of did a deep dive on it and i was like yeah that's 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 right it's work because like we i, I told you yesterday in the uh, pre-production mm-hmm. love doesn't count when everything's going good that's true. It's, it's literally <laughs> you're, you're not in love when everything is good yeah when everything you get, goes you get wrong, mad at me that's like, when well, love you. works mm-hmm. yeah yeah one of my favorite um <laughs> well not favorite but one thing that i told my husband when we were dating is you know it's all nice when you're pleased with me but the true test of your love for me is when you're not pleased with me mm-hmm. like you want to check out the level of respect the level of attention your tone and inflection all those things will tell me if you really love me or you just along for the ride for the joy ride you know because sometimes we we um people say they fall in love because they get lost in their emotion they get lost in in that what they're getting from the person Mm -hmm. not what what they're growing with the person if you would so if he's doing everything to make me happy sure you know we just met and you whining dining spending time giving gifts you know i have all of your attention that's great but when it comes to the tough thing if you're not willing to stick through that, then maybe it's not love. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, yeah. That is deep right there. I want to know, so as a single guy, and just, I, I'm really just going in your mind, I haven't been single since, man. Uh, 1997. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm happily married. You know, I love my wife. She, um, man, she is my reward every morning. I, I, love my, I love my wife. But I'm just interested because I have uh, two daughters um, that are single and um, I'm just interested in the culture now mm-hmm. like as uh, far as a single guy what are you what are you looking for you know just just for the people that will watch this live or in the replay like what what is something that check off you check on your box if you do have a box that you check and what is something you like a, a deal breakers like nah I don't I don't know and maybe not necessarily just for you but just other single guys that you might have. I've seen some of your um, other videos, like so some of the other single guys that you kind of interact with. Like, what are the, some of the things that, as a community, y- y'all might be like, yeah, yeah, she has this, that's cool. But if she has that, uh-uh, uh-uh, <laughs> scratching through that. <laughs> well, for me, I mean, I'm a simple person. I, I live life very simply. I mean, you know, some people see like my background and think, Oh, he's high maintenance, or he he likes you know <laughs> a lot yeah. of things. Like, no, nah, I'm Nick really simple. Nick king. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I ain't a king. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting there, but I'm, I'm real simple. I just need someone who's kind, respectful, that want that seeks to understand, mm-hmm. and is a loving. Like anything opposite of that, I really don't. Oh, I need someone that's intelligent too. I can't. Mm. <sighs> I can't do lower educated people. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's literally that's all I look for. Like that's all I really want. Mm, that is, that, I, I, that I'm is, simple. That, that is awesome. That is awesome. And so, and if a if a woman comes and okay, she she, she meets those check check marks, right? And then she she might have you know 
uh, a kid, two kids, three kids. Stop me when you <laughs> four oh. kids, five. You know, just. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a rule for that. I have a rule, but keep going. I'll let you finish the question. Yes, what's the deal breaker? Yeah, like what? Does it depend on the circumstance? You know, she's married for 10 years, her husband passed away, she has these three children, mm-hmm. or she's just like, you know, clubbing, living life, doing whatever, and it's just kind of collecting babies along the way. Those are two separate circumstances for some people. Mm-hmm. It's still one woman with three children. You know, and that's right. that's a big deal. We both had a child when we met each other. We had been in a previous marriage, and you have to consider all those things because you really do intertwine. Like you, you know, you say you have two girls, and you're mm-hmm. watching mom move on, and that gentleman has an influence on your daughter's lives every mm-hmm. day, and that's a big sure. deal. Mm-hmm. That is true. So, yeah. So, well, like, like I said, my, I'm a simple man. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I said, like guys, um, when. Like if a woman was watching this right now, which they probably are, they're watching this right now, and you know it's like, well, I'm single, but it's hard to find a good man. You know, it's it, you, you kind of hear that, you know, a lot. It's like it's hard to find a good man. So what do you? I know you're simple, but what do you think? Like guys are like saying, well, the reason why you, you, it's hard to find a good man is because of fill in the blank. Like, give me your your take on on that right there. All right, let me let me go back to your first question because I ain't answer it. But I'm, I'm, okay. I'm a simple man. If all of our if all of us can't fit in one car, deal breaker. <laughs> I'm a simple person. I'm just saying. Right. I, I don't plan on buying a minivan ever in life. That's simplified enough. That, that's it. That's it. Hey, I like that. I'm just a little flexible. But if we can't all get in here. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little flexible because my oldest is 21. So she has her own car. She does her own thing. Right. So it gives room for, you know, maybe she come with two. That's, the, that's, that's my that's my sailing right there. That's reasonable. That's that's my, reasonable. I got it. Like, yep, yep, that's good. All right, and so we go to second. the second question. Um, I hate speaking for women. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, so what's, what's your your point of view? Like, like what do guys say? Let's say locker room, right? What are guys saying? I, you know what? I really want to be in a relationship, but this thing I can't deal with, you know. And these things are deal breakers for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So not necessarily what a woman would say, but what what is it that handsome William would say? <laughs> you know what? I can't deal. I know you said intelligence is a thing, but what other things have you heard? amongst the podcast or just talking with people that are issues for guys who really want to date and date for marriage in this day and time. Ah, this generation, uh, the men are trash. I'm going to just be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> men are trash. But um, <laughs> I, I mean, I was going to speak from both. I just, I'm objective enough to say from both sides. But okay. I think nowadays communication is a lost art. Mm-hmm. And then the ones that can communicate, they still don't understand nuance. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I, it's it's just yeah, our communication is just terrible right now. Mm-hmm. Like people really don't say what they want and mean what they say. And I think for a lot of women, from what I've experienced and I've heard and I've seen, that they they make they're too hard on their standards. And I know that sounds crazy, mm-hmm. but they're just too hard. There's no flexibility in there. Sometimes mm-hmm. the person you want. You have them, but you ain't giving them a chance to become the person that's that they they can be mm-hmm. because they mm-hmm. don't check the boxes instantly. Mm-hmm. Yada there, and it's like let them grow into it. And and it was funny because me 
quick story. Me and a guy, we was talking about it, and he likened it to a screenwriter writing a, a, a script or a screenplay. Mm. He say people sit back and they write this story out and they have all their characters, and then they start doing auditions, but they don't let wow. the they don't let the people come in and put their interpretation on the character. If they don't if they don't sound like the character they created, in your head, then you don't yeah. get the role. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like I was like, wow, that it like blew my mind. You see, that's that's what I was going for. That that's what I was going for. You, but I think my wife, she she kind of yeah. pre um, reframed the question. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, and that's that's what I was going for because I know I mean sometimes you see we talk to women, men, just in general, couples, sometimes singles, and they're like, well, you know, I can't, I can't, you know, just frustrated about the whole relationship thing. But this like inner dialogue that that we don't get apart. You know, we were not in the locker room. We're not there. It's amazing to, to, to hear um, the take on that. And I appreciate you sharing that. that that's, yeah, I like wow. the movie cast thing. That's all. That is a good um, a good way to, to make it come alive. Because, say, for instance, there's an actor. I've heard the story, you know, a half a dozen times. An actor or actress, actress who's gone in for a part, and they'll, they'll, you know, they have to come back four or five, six times, because this person has an idea in their head of what they want, and they don't realize I am the person that you want. You just don't know it. But if you don't give me that opportunity to be myself in your presence, along with my skills, you know, um, my personality, let me put my personality to it, then you're never gonna find that out. And I, I think. Um, what I what I observe now, I was born in 1970, right? Like not in the 70s, in 1970, right? <laughs> and I'm not ashamed of my age. I'm 51, and I'm proud of that. <laughs> Thank you, baby. <laughs> but um, but what I have noticed in my time is that a lot of what I see is paper and plastic. Mm. And what I mean by that is it's all the stuff. Everything is so superficial you know and I know it's not everyone but what you see daily is like my lashes my lace front my you know my I think to myself when these gentlemen get these women as a wife now I haven't always been natural so I'm not being a hair snob I'm a hair I'm a former hairstylist so I know about all of the different phases and you know what we can do Um, and we're very versatile people but when you get home when the woman gets home and looks in the mirror and you got to take off that wig and you have to take off those lashes and you pull off all that makeup and all that contouring that makes you look like a different person it's like how how do you think that makes the man in your life feel like how does he observe all of that now some men might like all the flash but i want you i want you to be some semblance of who you are mm-hmm. when you wake up in the morning mm-hmm. and who i see on the street what does that how does that um what do you think about that when it comes to today uh, I, me personally i like to meet people where they are in life mm-hmm. regardless of what it is Mm-hmm. I, I tell women when I meet them, just be yourself. I don't care mm-hmm. who it is. I gotta like you for you. Don't right. be, don't be trying to, you know, acquiesce to the things I like. Like, no. If if you don't like it, tell me. <laughs> I can find. We can find something together. But yeah, just be who you are. If you are 
glitz and glam, mm-hmm. then that then it's a choice I have to make. I don't want mm-hmm. you to change. I want you to be who you are. Right. I mean, of course, change comes with growth, but I don't think it comes drastically like that. Mm-hmm. Like some people put on so much makeup that they look different when they take it off. And that's and I want to be clear <laughs> about something. I I uh, I'm not wearing any today, but I don't have any uh I don't have issues with makeup. My daughters are both really skilled at doing makeup. One is an artist and one is a makeup artist by, uh, for, you know, as a hobby. And what I am talking about is the excess because what I find in talking to women and dealing with women sometimes, especially when I was doing hair, is that the person who is wearing all of that stuff is covering up something mm. inside and that thing will show up in that relationship. It's like, what are you compensating for? What are you overcompensating for? What are you hiding? Not hiding in the sense that they're trying to be someone else, but more in the sense that they're not sure of who they are. Mm. And so I when that person shows up, I believe that's when you have issue. You know, you can have issues. So it is the excess and not the, you know, not just the appearance of makeup or nothing wrong with wearing a wig if that's what you want to do. You know, yes, we have many choices, to. so I'm not judging that. But um, to have to have, you know, the excess, it, it really says something to me. It's like the guy who has rings on every finger right. you know it's like dude <laughs> you know you seen that guy he gotta you know you gotta have all of it and it's like what are you really saying mm-hmm. right. is that i'm i'm not secure in ju- i'm not enough for myself right so is, be that for someone is else? the eyelashes uh is it like the day and age now the the big eyelashes and the um contour makeup just I'm just trying to get a sense of people that you know. Is that attractive to you? Kind of sort of. It? No, not at all. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the little small eyelashes is cool. Yeah. It's a little. It's accentuating. I like that. You know. Okay. Right, right. Just, little enhancement is good. Yeah, yeah. If you're just touching yeah. up hand there, little things. Right, like, right, right. Part of creativity. Yeah. yeah. No, but no, if you if you can blow if you can blow me back with your eyelashes because they're so big, I, I can't do it. I'm not that big of a guy, so you know. <laughs> oh wow, my goodness, Will. See, this is what, man. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you so much. Look, I want to get into um, the Black Love Renaissance, your your show, mm-hmm. your podcast, and look in the description we read. It says elevating the narrative, restoring the feeling. Can you expound upon that? I mean, the narrative is that black love is is trash. It doesn't exist. It's mm. it's very rare. Like, no, we we, we it's the hair. It's just I, I've noticed that a lot of people like to keep their relationship private, I, and mm. I understand that. I mean, it doesn't do good for my podcast, but <laughs> I, can, I respect it. <laughs> but the world needs to see it and know it because you know, I mean, I'm a little younger than y'all, but. We, we predominantly grew up on the same TV shows. And mm-hmm. back in the day, you could turn the TV on to see a black family thriving on TV. Mm-hmm. Like one or two TV shows. So we, yeah. we're not even in control of the narrative anymore. I mean, I grew up on a, right. the Cosby's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Family matters. Like I yeah, saw yeah. black families and black love on TV mm-hmm. at least once a week, back yeah. to back to back. We don't That's have true. that anymore. Like we, well, we got blackish. I don't even know if it's still come on. I think so. I think so. Yeah. And, uh, and I still watched when it first came on, but yeah, um, I started exactly. watching it later on. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It's um, it's either a show like 
but predominantly a black cast like Queen Sugar and um, Blackish and um, I, I can't remember. Yeah, Greenly, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or and that's really it. You might have one character, one black character that's with another black character, maybe. And that's in it. a show. In a show, you know. Yeah. So you're right. We need more. If we if we can't go through the mainstream of TV and the network, we need more shows like yours and shows, more podcasts, more um, Facebook live videos, more YouTube videos, you know, depicting, you know, the, the us because we, we love each we other exist. and we exist. Yeah. And, yeah. and there's, there's also, I think you stated, stated this earlier, there's a, um, there's a number, it's a, we know the 50% death, I'm not death rate, Lord, ever. 50% divorce, divorce rate. rate. Death of love rate. <laughs> in America, <laughs> but that rate is actually higher um, in the African American community. I think it's somewhere between almost up to 60%. Mm-hmm. And and you're right. It's like a lot, a lot of us kind of want to keep our relationships, you know, close to the vest, you know, close to the cuff. Don't really want to let a lot of people in. And, you, and you, they, they shouldn't let a lot of people in. But there are also shows like yours, some shows like ours, that we're actually trying to give people advice. And, and I'm not judging them because uh, 15 years ago, that was me. I was like, no, I don't need other people in my relationship. I don't need a couple's therapist. I don't need anybody like that. So I am not I'm not talking about them. I'm just saying with your show, where do you see it growing in the future? The Black Love Renaissance. So what do you what what's your big 50,000 foot view of the show of the podcast? I just I mean, whatever, whatever else you have, you know, you might be holding something close. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. So, you know, the, the podcast is actually a starting point because I just did it to do it. I mean, I just, I, I hate to sound arrogant or cocky or anything, but I just <laughs> did it to do it. Uh-huh. I mean, it was just one of the moments where I, I'm the type of person I think about something, I'm like, I could do that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go do it. And I just go off and do it. So, for a long time, it was just, I just want to interview couples. And then I hooked up with a, uh, podcast collective is a whole bunch of podcasts that we all hang out called the uh black podcast club and just hanging around them and, and they talking about their ideas and i'm like oh i can do more than a podcast so now i'm thinking, TV, I'm thinking a, a couple of tv shows like mm. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a couple clover lines that got the whole do it the whole black love thing so wow but for me, for the, just strictly for the podcast, I mean, I want it to be like a full-fledged YouTube channel, everything. And I want to be able to travel to where the couples are versus mm-hmm. doing we talk this. About that. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. doing this, is it, it, it's cool, but it's a different feeling when you sit in the room and they, you yeah. see them together and they may be and holding hands. And you the can energy see it. and all that, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, you can see the energy between the two like, versus just hearing it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes right. you need the optics with it. So that's that's really what I see. Like, I just want to get to the point where I can just go to a city for a month and interview couples and shoot a TV show that that deals with the couples. Also, like, I got some ideas. Like, <laughs> so <laughs> that's that, awesome. That's, that's really what I want to do. Well, I, I want to say this um, before we part, and I don't know how many more questions you have. I mean, we're we're free and we can edit, but um, I want to say thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, for being 39 and, and, and caring enough mm-hmm. to say, even if it was on a whim, what is a concern of yours is 
that my children see and know what it is to have a healthy relationship Mm -hmm. from me. Not just from other sources, but they hear or see what daddy thinks about that. Mm -hmm. Because the truth is, um, more often times than, than not, a woman will marry her father or who her father wasn't. Mm. Right. This guy, you know, who is the opposite of him or this guy who is him to the, you know, the betterment or the detriment of their own life. And what they see is really, really important. Mm -hmm. That connection between a daughter and her father is unexplainable. I I grew up with um, I grew up with a father in my house, but he wasn't my father. Um, He was my uncle, my uncle and my aunt raised me and I've known them and called them mom and dad to this date and I love them and honor them and cherish them and respect them but I never stopped wanting the relationship with my dad Now I've known my dad all my life but I never had the day-to-day with him Mm. right I would see him on holidays and every now and then and every interaction was positive but it was different Mm. you know what I mean and uh, and even at this age there are still times that I say wow I don't know my father as well as I would like to. You know, I might know what he likes or, you know, his favorite drink or food or something like that. But there's something different about spending that time Mm -hmm. and catching those nuggets that you can't catch when you're not present. You know, so what you're doing is leaving a legacy Mm -hmm. of intelligence, love about love and relationships for your children. And uh, one of the things that my husband and I, um, uh, with Couples Pursuit, one of the things we were able to do is to kind of mend some of the the wounds that we created with the dif- dysfunction in our relationship mm-hmm. in the first several years of it because it affected our children. But we also had to realize that we needed to, to draw back and heal the wounds within ourselves mm-hmm. so that we could become this couple now who can help others to realize that love is possible that you do grow into love. You don't just fall into love. It's like intentional. That. You mm-hmm. date on purpose. We call it courtship. Mm-hmm. You know, you court one another. Mm-hmm. And um, because courting is responsible, mm-hmm. it's intentional. You have to be um, accountable. And it doesn't always include uh, physical intimacy. Mm-hmm. You find out who you want to be and how you want to be before you become one, you know. And those things are important. And so when a dad says to his daughter, whatever, he says, it's different than when a mom says mm-hmm. to her daughter, whatever. She she says, so fathers matter. I want to encourage you and I want to applaud you for mm-hmm. doing what you're doing because you're making a difference. Amen. Beautiful Amen. thing. For real. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. For real. Appreciate it. Look, well, uh, man, we got to have you back. That's, that's when the interview is good, when you run out of time and you still have things to talk about. So, <laughs> look, I want to I want I want to let you um, close this out and just um, what I know we we talked about a lot of things in our pre-talk before we was gonna go over. Uh, we might not have time today, but what's the thing that you want to share, leave with our audience on this episode right here that we can take away and just kind of be like, hmm, well that that grow into love. I'm already doing that. I'm already like, hmm, I like that. I'm going to write that, baby, write that down. Um, <laughs> but cl- close it out. We'll, t- we'll share and give you yeah, credit. Just, just give us a nugget to think on. All right. So 
uh, I wrote down a whole bunch of stuff, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave with this. Communication. It's the biggest mm-hmm. thing. It's the biggest thing. And I say that because communication is either gonna be your foundation or your wrecking ball. Mm-hmm. That's it. And and I got a little <laughs> a quick story about it. So yeah, please. I was courting a young lady, and we were talking, and um. Uh, I think at the time, maybe like a month as we a month before we started talking, her grandmother passed. So we started having conversations about grandmothers. And I was like, yeah, I miss my grandmother. And so she asked me, like, what was your grandmother like? And I was like, and, and I just froze and I just thought about my grandmother. And I, I like literally just froze. And I'm just thinking about it. And I was like, can I tell you something? And she's like, yeah, what's going on? I was like, I just found out I have a transferable skill that I never thought about. So all my life, I've never heard my grandmother speak. Her, um, her voice box was removed because of cancer. So they caught it early and they were just removed it. And, you know, she lived. So all my life, up until I was at least, I think, I think she passed away when I was 19-ish. So for 19 years, I communicated with someone without the traditional sense, without talking. Like, I mean, it, it was to the point, like, when I was younger, she would have to write down on a piece of paper what she wanted to say to me. But as I got older, I started catching cues from her where she didn't need to write down as much. Mm. And then after wow. a while, she would mouth stuff and I would know exactly what she was saying. I, I Sometimes I didn't even have to look. I, I would just mm. hear because she made a noise. And I would hear the words coming out because she could still like speak, but it wouldn't mm-hmm. be words. But you can mm-hmm. still hear the intentions of the her forcing it out. Mm-hmm. And wow. I was like, I had this skill in me of knowing how to non-verbally communicate that I just never tapped into. And as yeah. I'm talking to her, I'm realizing the like, I mean, she taught me a lot of things. She taught me every card game I know how to play except for spades. Now think about somebody <laughs> teaching you how to play cards without being, without talking to you. Mm-hmm. I'm I know, like, right? <laughs> so I have that in me, and I was like, I need to tap into that. And mm. now I've been paying attention that. I'm communicating a little different now. Like I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm able to get things out straight to the point, without it being blunt and harsh and frank. And I'm like, that's a transferable skill. I mean, they take, yeah. they teach you about that at work. Like, oh, what, what, what did you do in your last job that you can transfer to here? <laughs> that's a skill that I have that I never thought about. So, wow. you know, you got to look at communication as, yeah, that's the main part of it. It's you relaying information to a whole nother person that you want to be in your life yeah. so you need to be clear and concise about that yeah. that is awesome we, we talked about we had a video talking about um the five types of um communication and and you're doing you you did a lot of that growing up like you said you did a non-verbal communication that's a form of communication you did the listening Mm-hmm. You know, that was a form of communication. The body language, mm-hmm. that's another form of communication. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, talking. The verbal. <laughs> the verbal. Yeah. yeah. And um, was it physical? The other two were um, written and then, uh, like, electronic communication okay. or visual communication. Yeah. So, yeah, so I mean, probably like, visual, too, if you drew pictures or, you know, did notes or anything like that. But it's like the person who has, you know, um, who may, you, she wasn't deaf but her voice box was gone. You know, the person who's blind, you're, that the, the lack or the diminishing of one sense enhances another. And so in that, you know, she gifted you with a, an ability to be able to communicate on a different level. And, and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. That's a great thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, a, that's awesome. We need to communicate and also grow into love mm-hmm. and stay connected with one another. I took that away. I don't, you didn't say that, but I, 
I, I took that away when you said how you grew, how your grandmother kind of, um, you know, kind of trained you at a young age to learn how to communicate with all your your, your senses because mm-hmm. you're able to, you know, respond and also take in information even though words might not have been said. So, mm-hmm. man, I, like my wife said, I applaud you. I appreciate you so much. And my goodness, I, I can't wait to have more conversations with you, man. I think I, f- I found a new friend. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> where, where, are you, where are you at again? Baltimore. 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 You said yeah. that yesterday. You said that yesterday. Yeah, I could tell who's in Baltimore. Baltimore. You could tell who's from Baltimore. From Maryland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's something right here. People from Maryland. From, ba- from Baltimore. Baltimore. We say Baltimore. They say Baltimore. Oh, okay. Yeah, we say it with a D. All right. We pronounce it with a D. <laughs> well, yeah. I appreciate you so much, Ace. If you want to reach out to a handsome guy named Will William, mm-hmm. please visit him on Instagram. Check it out. And also, just drop us a message here. See the comments. Do you have any more questions for him? I'm pretty sure I can relay them back to him. Yeah. And we're going to have him back on the show. So whatever questions that you might um, have that we know. I know we didn't get to a lot tonight. But whatever questions that you might have, please leave a comment below. And I'll write it down. I'll make sure I ask them next time that we're on the show. So, Will, appreciate you so much for dropping by. Hey, look, man, uh, I can't wait to keep hanging out with you. I know you said you was coming down this way sometime soon, so that's going to be oh, wow. awesome to um, okay. be able to see you in person and connect with you that way. And your show, how can they um, get your show? Is that also on your Instagram? Your podcast? Yeah, you can link it from my Instagram. It's uh, okay. by in the bio. But um, it's on all streaming platforms. Except for okay. Anchor, because I don't like Anchor. You don't like Anchor. Oh. <laughs> you don't like Anchor. But it's everywhere else. Google, Apple, Spotify, everywhere else. Everywhere. But Anchor. But Anchor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's great. That's great. So um, thank you again for hanging out with us a couple yeah. of pursuit. And uh, we appreciate you so much. Yeah. I appreciate thank y'all for inviting me. All right. See you later. Until next time. Bye. See you later, Will. Bye. <laughs> All right, well, I think we stopped there. I mean, I appreciate you so much. I think it stopped. Can you still hear me? Not, yeah, I can still hear you. No, it's okay, okay so. all right. Yeah, it's still... I right, look, that was... Man, my goodness. Great job, yo. I appreciate <laughs> you, man. Listen, let me apologize, because I thought we were going uh, a little bit longer. I may have talked a little bit too much and asked too many questions, but I wanted to say, um, you know, that I, I wanted to make sure that I said I applauded you, because... Uh, young men, like you said, you know, some of my young men are trash and I've seen it with having, we have a 22 year old, we have a 31 year old and, and our son is married, but I've seen some of the options that they have, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not always great. You know, my, both my girls have said to me, well, they're women, but they've said to me, you know, guys don't, they don't date you anymore. They just expect to, you know, hook up and hang out and you skip the whole phase. You skip all that, the time, the intimacy, you know, that you build with relationship and hanging out and getting to know one one another by just doing this (laughs) and popping up Mm -hmm. or pulling up, like they say, you know, let's just hang out. So it's important, you know, that that someone um, of your age is, is doing something to, you know, change the narrative. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I mean, it, and it's crazy because the women are actually accustomed to it. Like when I try to court certain women, it, it's, it's like, yeah, they're not used to it. They're like, yo, want to come over? I'm like, I just met you two days ago. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I want to come over, but no, I don't want to come over. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm coming over. I, I wanted to eventually, but dang, like, now you're it, making it, me wonder. Right, and it's so crazy. <laughs> 
because women are getting so accustomed to, to bad treatment that when I come along, they're shocked by me. Like I literally wow. had- It's like something weird about him. Right, I had a woman get mad because I wasn't like groping on her and touching her the whole time. And I'm like, I just met you. Like you literally want me to be just like bear hugging you and grabbing on your butt and all. I'm like, I just met they you. They want some like, love and hip hop. Right. But that's that but that's how they feel validated because that's what men that's, come with. And I'm like, yeah. that's not me. And I'm not about to change that. So you're just gonna be mad at me. I've literally mm-hmm. had a woman grab me and, and hug me and I'm just sitting there and they like, oh, so you just not gonna grab my butt? I'm like, ma'am. Like, Are you asking me to grab you, ma'am? I'm like, I'm, I'm, well, one thing about me, I don't like to be touched. So if uh-huh. you know me, if you really know me, you know that. And yeah. so I I love the touch of a woman, but it, it takes a, it takes a minute for me to warm up to it. Wow. So, you know, it took a lot for me just to hug her. And I don't really yeah. know her. And then when she asked me, so you're just not gonna grab my butt? I'm like, no. <laughs> Boundaries. <laughs> I want to, trust me. But I'm not gonna do that. That's not, I wouldn't want somebody doing that to my daughter. Cause mm-hmm. now I gotta come. Now I gotta come holler at you, homeboy. Like, right. Yeah, I got a coworker of mine that, that has a, a friend like that. He doesn't like to be touched. And I thought it was one of the weirdest things. I didn't know that was a thing, really. It's a thing. It's um, a thing. Yeah. Well, you know the lady at your job that used to like to touch you. Well, they were interested in one another. I was not interested in her. I was not. This is an older white lady. She's like, oh, Vincent. Sam, put <laughs> your hands to yourself. Some people, you know what, on a serious note, though, it, it, people don't understand. This is one of the things we were, we're sharing and we're putting together a guide for effective communication, right? And one of the things that people misunderstand is that we shouldn't buy into the stereotypes of men and women. People are generally the same, biologically, physiologically, you know, anatomy, all of that. Yes, we get what the differences are. However, we have the same emotions, mm-hmm. right? How we express them might be different, but some of the ways we express them are only different because of how society pressures us. Like a man who says, I don't want to be groped. It's like they're going to call, oh, you gay or you weak or, right. you know, whatever. And it's like, I don't want to be touched. Mm-hmm. You right. know, as a woman who doesn't want to be touched, that's one thing. But men go through things that cause them to feel that way as well. Mm-hmm. And we should respect that. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. I just, I, I, didn't, I haven't heard it. Yeah, it's yeah. not common because, yeah. you know, sometimes the, the expectation for you to be the dog, some men feel like they have to live up to that, even if they don't necessarily want that they assimilate to it because that's what's expected of them right you know and um we just need to grow up yeah i mean i had a young lady ask me was i asexual and i'm like hold up the only, <laughs> the only thing i know about asexual is frogs so right. i know frogs can change their gender right, to right. Keep their species alive so i'm like what do you mean asexual yeah, yeah. oh i just wanted to know oh she said asexual meant that you just don't want to have sex and i'm like Huh, I never heard wow. that. Before. I'm like, no, man, that's not me. But you know, not- I still have to warm up to you. You know, we just met Tuesday, right? <laughs> right. I'm like, it's I just, Thursday. I just <laughs> like, can I warm up to you, please? Yeah. <laughs> right. I really might you know not what? like you. I don't know yet. Yeah, right. This, this is, I was that conversation. That's why I knew that we going to have more to talk about, more to share, because these are those conversations I want to talk about because. No, our audience needs to hear them, mm-hmm. and um, I think it needs to be said. It needs yeah. to be shared, and just have these dialogue, these conversations right here. We talk a lot. We talk with a lot of um, um, 
therapists and a lot of um, you know people that work in the couples therapy field um, and we also talk a lot about uh, marriages and healthy marriages but our our whole realm that we cover is from courtship the covenant meaning we said the vows say I do to commitment which is the 10, the 20, the 30 years later, like we're we're, we're still in it. We're still ride or fly. I'm not going anywhere. You know, right. that's that commitment part. Mm-hmm. And so we, we want to cover all those bases, you know. Right. And so that's why I, I want to stay connected with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this was fun. I like this. I, yeah, it was I haven't great. done this in a while. Yeah. I've actually been on break, so. <laughs> oh, man. It's, but it's good. Hey, look, I'm pulling you out, man. That's what we do. We pull uh-huh. it out. <laughs> so when are you coming to this area? Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm shooting for the end of next month, beginning okay. of May. Okay. Well, I'm trying not to hit May because I got some things to do in May, and it's like all this stuff is just uh, spend money. Like you just wake up and just like spend some money. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm, I'm shooting for the end of April. But, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. It's March, right? We still in March. Yeah. We're still, we're still in all these days just go together. Um, yeah. So the, I'm shooting for the end of April. So I can't believe I gotta, it's almost April already. It's the 24th. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I, I probably should, I shoot you an email. I'm pretty sure this is going to air um, Tuesday. Um, okay. But I, I shoot you an email and let you know when. And like I said, just, man, whenever we get back together, um, just remember this topic where we talked about in your notes that you wanted to, you know, some more things that you wanted to say. So yeah. keep those notes. But also, this little after party dialogue that we just did. That, yeah. that was good. That was good. I want to. That could have been part of the Yeah, that could have been part of the show. I mean, you're still recording. You can, you can cut it in there. I mean, you're still recording. You can cut it in there. Yeah, I know. I, I think I stopped. He ended I, it. I think I stopped the recording. Yeah, he ended oh. the recording. Oh, it's a oh, recording yeah. on my end, so I don't know. Oh, okay. Is it? It is? They said on my end, we still recording. It's always still recording. Oh, well, good. We're going to see. We're going to see. Oh, oh, since you're still recording, let me say this. I forgot to say it earlier. I want to write a book. I forgot. Oh, (laughs) Oh, man. That's what's up. Well, what's the book going to be about? I I don't know the direction yet, but I figure, you know, after I interview so many couples, I'm going to have so much data to put out there. Like, I can do something with it. So, I mean, I'm on like 12, 15 couples now. I figure around like 50. Yeah. It should be book time. I'm just (laughs) like, Right. That's what's up, man. Uh, the, what I've learned is to keep notes on oh, every, yeah. everything you do. Like every um, show that we do, I, I keep notes. And then I compile them together. Like the guy my wife was telling me about, I kind of, I do research, but I, I go to my notes. I say, hey, we talked about this. Let me learn some more about that. Oh, we talked about this. Let me learn some more about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, next thing I know, man, we, we, we got a guy together, but it's almost a book. You know, it, it, if I if I add our personal more personal stories in there, it would be a book. I mean, just that that simple. So mm-hmm. just keep good notes of all your interviews and your podcast, and and that'd be awesome. Yeah. And that also gives what I've learned is gives us instant credibility. Like you're you're a published author. It's just something about that 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 People sounds like magical. That. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, every every interview I do, I'm sitting there taking notes. I, I tell people in the beginning, like, look, if you see me keep looking down and doing something, that's me literally writing what you're saying down. Yeah. Just because yeah. I like this so much, I need to write it down. Just like earlier, you say, 
My wife is my reward every morning. I wrote that yeah. down. Like, I'm taking that. <laughs> that is mine now. <laughs> I'll tell you, you take that. I'll take growing love. I like, okay, all right, we keep passing that along. Yeah, yeah, I like, so like that. a wife, you know? I'm going to tell her, I ain't hey, stopping it every morning. Mm-hmm. That's good, man. That is good. Like, I'm going to okay, be the well, ultimate husband. I'm just telling you right now. Like, I hate so to when, sound cocky and arrogant. She, when she comes, she going to get it, huh? Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> I am armed to the teeth. <laughs> Ain't nothing my, my, wrong with that. Is too good. I was okay, like, listen. <laughs> listen. Feel <Okay>. my butt. <laughs> <laughs> You're so silly. You're so silly. I'm a. I told you our son is married, right? Yeah. So, um, when I met his wife, his girlfriend, we knew she was the one, right? And you know, I kind of maybe treated her like a dad would treat a guy coming to date his daughter. I wasn't ugly to her, but it was like, listen, I've been praying for my son that when he meets his wife, you know, that he has one wife and he has one set of children and that he wakes up in the home with them every day. That's my prayer because of what I've seen in the black community. And I just want to um, transfer that prayer to you. Mm-hmm. That no, thank you. I just her, better ask you, can you please pray yeah, for yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have a desire. Mm-hmm. You have a desire to be a husband. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it doesn't work out the first time. I heard you say you were engaged mm-hmm. before. Yeah. And, you know, that's deep. You get to that point and then it breaks off. That's that's heartbreaking, you know, especially when you have children. So I just want to speak this over your life. Lord, I thank you for Will tonight for William, a handsome guy named William. Mm -hmm. I thank you, God, that he is fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm -hmm. I thank you for the gifts that you've imparted into him. I thank you for the wisdom and knowledge that he receives from you and that he shares with others. I thank you for the desire of his heart to change the face of what it looks like to be a black man in love. I thank you, God, that you bless his children. Mm -hmm. And Lord, I ask that you bless his his ex in that household that they grow and they prosper Mm -hmm. but lord also that you send him the wife Mm -hmm. that you have designed for him Mm -hmm. not talking about a soulmate but Mm -hmm. someone that he can grow with lord a suitable help me god that would respect him and honor him and lift him up And Lord, someone that he can pour all this love that he's holding into. Mm -hmm. Someone that can help him grow his dreams and plans. And someone that he can get alongside and help her, Lord, with the calling that you have over her life. Lord, I thank you that you allowed us to meet tonight, for, Mm -hmm. for he and I to meet tonight. God, I don't think it's for no reason at all. God, I just thank you that you do things so perfectly well and I know that you knew Will before he was formed in his mother's womb Mm -hmm. and you have plans to prosper him and not to harm him you'll be with him always Lord even into the end of the age you'll be with him Mm -hmm. and Lord we just thank you for that that you never leave us and you never forsake us and God thank you for growing him into the man that you have called him to be Mm -hmm. bless his home bless his finances Mm -hmm. bless his business bless the book bless the Mm -hmm. podcast all of these things we ask in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. I appreciate Amen. that. Amen. Uh, no like problem. You're me no over here and start crying. It's a little tear. Drop right oh, up, listen, see? now, we believe, <laughs> in, we believe in love and we believe in prayer, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> a tear. You want to see my tear? <laughs> you need a tear. He didn't stop laughing. Okay, let me stop. <laughs> that old Eddie Murphy. Uh, oh, Eddie Murphy. Okay. Eddie Murphy. Are we good? Yeah, we good. good. Have oh, a great night. I look forward to seeing you in May if we're able to do that and talking to you again. Yeah, same here. Thank you. I right. appreciate it. And-
Y'all enjoy your evening. All right. All right. You Take too, care. Man. Take God it bless. easy, man. All right, now. Peace. Bye.